Hello everyone and welcome to the PJB Sports Pod. Hello, welcome back to another episode. This is the 2023 Saudi Arabian Grand Prix preview. As you probably could tell from the first episode of the 2023 Formula 1 season, the race previews probably aren't going to be the longest episodes in the world until we start getting some news about updates, uh, driver rumors, you know, things that are going to happen uh, in a big way, more than just the basic stuff going in and out of every race. Basically, I'm going to tell you the track and its history, some storylines to follow throughout the weekend or storylines that have happened since the last race, uh, my predictions for the weekend, and my podium prediction is what we're going to go over here. So we'll start off, like I said, track and its history, the Jetta Corniche Street Circuit. have to say the venue is absolutely gorgeous. Uh, the country is scary, to say the least. And the track is bat bleep crazy. But I love it. They're trying to reduce the blind corners, uh, make it a little safer, easier for drivers to get around without having to worry about hitting marshals, getting debris off the track, other cars that are stopped, and things of that nature. Uh, the track itself is 6.174 kilometers or 3.836 miles in length with a race distance of 50 laps covering a total distance of 308.450 kilometers or 191.662 miles this is only this this is only the third running of this event sorry i typed second uh, max verstappen and lewis hamilton each have won uh one of the previous two outings with Red Bull and Mercedes obviously splitting the wins. Usually I tell you the winning is driver and constructor, but there's only been two runnings before one and one splits. Uh, the track, like I said, was made much safer on the driver's suggestions from last season with not anything crazy, but moving walls to reduce blind corners being the main point of emphasis. The circuit is deemed the fastest street track on the calendar, averaging 160 miles per hour throughout the lap, while also being the second longest track on the calendar behind only circuit spot Francorchamps, greatest track on the planet. Storylines to follow throughout the weekend, or at least storylines that have broken since the last race. There's a new qualifying format experiment confirmed, but the dates aren't exactly set yet. Pirelli planned to test a new qualifying format at two races this season. And although neither track has been specifically stated, Imola is thought to be the first trial run when Formula 1 returns to Europe. This trial period would see the opening round of qualifying use just the hard compound tires, the second session used mediums, and the final round to set the top 10 on the grid, taking place on the fastest, softest compound of the weekend. Charles Leclerc, Sergio Perez and Max Verstappen are the notable names coming out against this experiment, with Perez even saying once we see this tested, we'll realize that it's not needed. Next storyline up, Mercedes saying 2023 is already over for them. Total Wolf wrote off the Mercedes car concept after qualifying in Bahrain, and after a lackluster Grand Prix result, he went as far as saying the team needed a new concept as soon as possible. The team had already announced an upgrade package for Imola, um... But Toto has already stated he doesn't think the package will do anything significant to aid the team's performance. He even questioned whether the team needed to change the underfloor, slap big side pods on the car, or change the entire concept altogether. So when he's not sure what's going on, it's kind of scary to think what the rest of the season might hold for Mercedes. Lewis Hamilton, one of the two drivers obviously, even said publicly that the team ignored him when he expressed his concerns from last year's car, and they passed on his ideas for this year's car concept the upgraded, updated design from last season's car. 
With last year's car having gone down as one of the worst in team history, and Toto Wolf even leaving the W13 in the factory reception area as the painful reminder to how bad the season was, and they ignored the advice of one of the best drivers in Formula 1 history, will Mercedes write off the rest of the season, or are they going to bring a new concept at some point over the course of the calendar? Which leads me to the next point. Is Aston Martin the new P2 in the constructor standings? Aston Martin's shock podium with Fernando Alonso in Bahrain appeared to signal the team's move up the grid, going from P7 last season to second or maybe even third fastest car this year. They're definitely faster than Mercedes, and if Ferrari can figure out their tire degradation problems, we can find out if they're faster than them, but they're definitely still off the pace of the Red Bull cars that they copied from last season. Bahrain is a rear-limited track, meaning tire degradation will be exacerbated in the case of Ferrari, um, specifically anyways. So Saudi Arabia will show the world whether Aston Martin were one of a more of a one-track wonder or a full-blown front-running competitor. Speaking of Ferrari, is it the engines or the tires that's going to be the downfall of the Scuderia this season? Um, we're going to have to see if Ferrari's first race retirement with Charles Leclerc was a one-time thing or a problem that might persist throughout the season. Last year, we at least had to wait a few races before the engine problems showed themselves to the world and became a true issue in 2022. The other problem they had last season was tire dig, and that also reared its ugly head in Bahrain. Carlos Sainz lost pace and fell down the order at the end of the race due to his inability to fight on worn tires. This was a trend that also waited until the later stages of 2022 to show up, but when it did, it was obvious it was a huge detriment to the Ferrari team. Is it the car design, just the circuit, the driver's styles? I guess we'll find out in Saudi a little more details about it. Uh, my predictions for the race now, I know we're only like five minutes into this episode, just like I said, not going to be a lot to talk about until we get into mid-season form, babies. My predictions for the race, I went one in four in Bahrain. This week, I'm going with a Charles Leclerc podium. I think Ferrari's going to bounce back in Saudi, hopefully for Italy's sake so the media can take a week off. <laughs> breathe. Um, and after last year when Leclerc was challenging Max Verstappen down to the very end of the race, I think Charles will be the third best finisher behind the two Red Bulls this season over the course of the whole calendar. And I think he bounces back this weekend. I think we got a Max Verstappen pull and win coming though. That is my second prediction. Can we all just remember that Max had the perfect lap in qualifying in 2021 ruined by the last corner wall smash? I mean, the guy's going to push the boundaries here. Sergio Perez took pole here last year, so we know that the Red Bulls are going to be fast. Surprise, surprise. But we know that Max will take the stop, this top spot in any session that he takes part in. I'm also going to go with two plus safety cars in this race. We had two red flags in the first running of this event. The nature of this circuit lends itself to accidents and massive pileup potential, so I'd say we get two safety car periods, full course, and some virtual, I would have to assume. Logan Sargent to make Q2 is my fourth prediction. He looked pretty dang good in Bahrain for being a rookie in a Williams, making his F1 debut in what last season was easily the worst car on the grid. I don't want to predict how the race unfolds for someone in the middle of the pack like him, but on his own, I think Sargent can at least make it into the top 15 in qualifying. And my fifth and final prediction that predicts me so much as a McLaren fan, I think that the... Uh, Woking team is going to go back to the factory with no points yet again. This car is terrible. It sucks. The drivers are unhappy with the inconsistency, and no one on the team can tell if they're close to where they should be with this car or if they're way off the mark. They're talking about the new concept that's coming. They're 
wind tunnel is supposed to be coming online within this season and start to make an effect on next season's car. But will that mean that this season is a complete write-off for McLaren, or will they find a way to be competitive before the season is over? My podium prediction for this race, though, Max Verstappen, Sergio Perez, and Charles Leclerc will be the top three. I'm going in that order. Mark it, bank it, whatever you want to do. That's what's going to end up happening. I'm calling it. But that's all I got for this episode. Sorry, it's short. I'll talk to you after the race, though. Um, check out the Race Rewind tomorrow. If you haven't listened to the Bahrain review recap from yesterday, check that out as well. Until the race is over, I'll talk to you later. Bye-bye.